From Flint Podcasting Company and the Michigan Small Business Development Center, this is Lessons from Main Street, a podcast about what it's really like to start, run, and grow a business. In this season, we are bringing you a series of stories shared by SBDC clients in Flint, Michigan. My name is Stacey Sherman, and on today's episode, how one woman's struggle with addiction led her to found a nonprofit organization in Flint. My name is Tara Marino, and I'm the executive director of the Serenity House of Flint. So the Serenity House of Flint is a recovery community organization that advocates on the current public health crisis of addiction, as well as informing the public of holistic options for recovery. We are a space where people in recovery can come and deepen their recovery process, or people that are in active addiction can seek information for recovery or treatment. We do not do treatment. What we are is a... um, It's like a one-stop shop for recovery information um, and recovery needs or prevention needs. So um, on top of classes and um, 12-step programs and smart recovery, um, we'll be doing meditations, yoga, um, providing Reiki and acupuncture at an affordable cost for people. So to really understand how Tara came to found a holistic-based recovery center, We really need to start at the beginning of Tara's own story of addiction and recovery. My uh, recovery story um, was, I went to, in high school, you know, I was, I had a lot of friends. Um, I was on the track team. I was a cheerleader. I got really good grades. Um, But my family home was in disarray. I had a father that was uh, an alcoholic, um, that was a functional alcoholic, but an alcoholic very unhealthy in a lot of ways and um, mental health issues. Um, so it, it really impacted me. And um, after graduating from high school, I was able to um, do well enough in high school to go to Michigan State University where I started my bachelor's program there. And I um, discovered keg parties and I dis- discovered binge drinking. I was a binge drinker and my binge drinking graduated into drug binging. So um, I started using cocaine, I started using um, pills, and marijuana was always there. Um, I started using synthetic pills like ecstasy and, um, and Special K, like these designer drugs in the rave culture. Um, and all the while I'm going to college and I'm a functional, I'm, I was a functional binge um, person, I don't like to use the word addict, but um, a person with addiction. Um, so my my addiction slowly grew. It grows it, for some people. It grows over time, and for a lot of people, you can be functional for the rest of your life and die with an addiction, but be functional. So I was a functional um, person with addiction um, up until I graduated with my bachelor's in 2000. And after I graduated from college, I started to notice a decline in my mental and emotional wellness. Just things weren't like, I wasn't my normal self. And I started to panic because my father, I'm like, I don't want to be like my father. I don't want to be like my father. And lo and behold, I started taking that path of my, of my father. And it's ironic. We can either say we're not going to do it or just completely fall under, um, fall under the spell of, you know, what, we don't want to be like. So I was becoming what I didn't want to be like. Um, I I stayed in Lansing for about nine months after graduation and ended up moving to Chicago, Illinois. And I worked um, for a couple record labels out there. And I 
tried to put the drugs down and just focus on the drinking, right? So, and it just still, things weren't, just they weren't going um, in the direction I had hoped. I saw my very first therapist in Chicago, and I went to her and I said, this is something, it's anxiety, I don't know what it is, although I was still drinking and, you know, trying to not use. And um, So that's when I started antidepressants or the idea of antidepressants. And I just threw in the towel and I said, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to Flint and I'm going to heal. So I spent, it was about a year in Chicago and I came home to Flint and I started to see um, other th- another therapist and um, still drinking, still using at the time, um, not aware wasn't even aware that my using or my drinking was causing my problems. That's the addiction, right? Because you, you think you're totally fine, but you're not fine. But you're, it's just it's the ultimate confusion. So um, I ended up uh, met my daughter's father, and we had a really um, tumultuous relationship that turned really ugly really fast. And we were we used together. And I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter. And after I, I was able to um, stay clean and sober during her, during her pregnancy, then after she was born, when the baby leaves the body, the body just it can freak out. And it's like, oh my God, you know, all these chemicals are changing. So I had postpartum depression. And um, she, when she was three months old, I relapsed. Um, and I started using cocaine again. And um, during that time, um, the father too, we, he had stopped doing cocaine, but we had transitioned over into pills. Things just started to spiral, downward spiral, downward spiral. And then he ended up um, taking me to court over custody of my daughter. All of a sudden, I'm, my, my daughter's custody is being threatened. But I couldn't stay clean from the stress of the, um, of the court case. And I ended up losing custody of my daughter. I was so completely consumed by my, by my pain and my grief that I just wanted to die. And I was out and I was partying and I was using and I was trying to die. I literally was like putting myself in danger. Um, And at this time I'm living in the projects and I have nothing, I'm on welfare and I am at the bottom of the bottom. In a minute, we will hear how Tara came back from the bottom. But first, a quick break. How much do you really know about the SBDC and business consultant Harry Blecker? Well, keep listening to find out. This podcast series is made possible by the I-69 Trade Corridor Regional Office of the Michigan Small Business Development Center, or SBDC. The Michigan SBDC offers no-cost counseling, business education, and a range of services to help any small business start, grow, innovate, or transition. SBDC offers all kinds of workshops, from the basics of starting a business, writing a business or marketing plan, and learning financial management to advanced sessions on human resources, marketing, cybersecurity, and more. Most SBDC clients in the Flint area work with senior growth business consultant, Harry Blecker. And just like most counselors, Harry gets to learn a lot more about his clients than they do about him. Well, I turned the tables and found out some really interesting things about Harry, and now I'm sharing them with you during the break of each podcast in this series. Harry believes in the importance of balance. 
And one of the most important practices you can have for your business is what you do when you're not at work. And Harry finds inspiration in his favorite animal. My favorite animal uh, probably is an otter. They seem to be playful all the time and, uh, and enjoy their circumstance for the most part, as you see on TV and whatnot. So, you know, sliding around, playing games, uh, playing with each other and others, um, other otters or other kinds of animals, it seems to be a play thing. And so they always seem to be um, joyful. So not only can Harry help you start or grow your business, he can also help you figure out how to have fun along the way. To learn more about the SBDC or to find resources close to home, visit startgrowflint.org. This podcast series is produced by Flint Podcasting Company, founded by me, Stacey Sherman, in early 2016. We at Flint Podcasting are committed to helping people and businesses share their stories. We believe that storytelling has the power to connect each other, to create empathy across geographic, economic, and cultural lines. For more great storytelling or for help sharing your story, visit our website at flintpodcasting.com and follow us on Facebook. Okay, so before the break, Tara was describing how she hit bottom. The bottom lasted for about a year for me, and finally um, I had taken a trip out to Denver, Colorado. And when I went to the mountains, I had a sense of clarity for the first time in a long time. And I knew, I knew that it was time to go home and to really, really heal and to um, get my life back on track and to try to get time with my daughter. So went home and I ended up going to inpatient rehab at Karos in Saginaw for about 20 days. And that was my first breakthrough. Um, I understood and became aware that I was living my life from the pain from my father and my childhood and what I had experienced with him. And when I had that awareness, I was able to level up and make a different decision in terms of my life. So after rehab, I started the 12-step program. I was able to stay um, sober for three months, and then I'd relapse on alcohol. And sober for three months, and then I'd relapse. It wasn't until I seriously started to do the 12 steps that I was able to maintain my sobriety. The 12 steps are a godsend for so many people and they work if you work them. Um, I ended up staying sober. I went back to college for my master's degree at University of Michigan Flint. Um, I ended up getting my master's degree in 2011 in English. I started writing for the college newspaper there, and then after I graduated, I ended up um, teaching at Baker College as a college professor teaching English, and then um, I worked for the hometown newspapers in Burton, the Burton View, for two years, where I really deepened my connections in the political circuit, um, in the community, um, and really started getting you know um, my reputation back, and people trusted me and I had keys to things and I had you know money and I had all these things and recovery at that time became something that I was ashamed of and I'm like 
I don't even, I, that girl that I was, was complete, I was far removed from her. So I didn't talk about my recovery. I didn't want anybody to know that I was in recovery or what I had went through. I was still struggling um, in terms of with emotional and mental um, disorder and um, chasing my tail with the Western medicine model. I had given up on medications because they just weren't working, but I was still suffering and just kind of like white knuckling it, like, ah, you know, just in a lot of pain and I was still suffering. Um, I had been assigned a story and it was for a holistic practitioner, a new business in the area. And when I went to her, I, you know, told her, and we did the story, and then I told her about my own personal story, and I said, you know, do you think you could help me? I asked her, I said, do you, did you, do you think you could help me? And um, she said, yeah. And I sat down with her, and she started to draw the energetic body and the auric field layers. And as she started to do this, she was explaining to me the mental bodies and the emotional bodies that surround the physical body. And I looked, I was looking at her, I was like, you are out of your mind, lady. I'm like, you're going to tell me that my aura is causing me to feel bad? I'm like, but then something inside of me was saying, try it. And um, I scheduled my first appointment with her, and I... Um, felt it immediately like she did meridian therapy on me and um, some reiki all energy medicine and for the next couple of days i was reveling in bliss and i had this just this space where i i knew that this was the piece that i had been searching for for so many years and after that revelation i i said this is it I'm like, this is what I have to get out to the Flint community. All my people that I know in recovery that are still on medications and still suffering, I'm like, this is the path that will help them to be better. So Tara started sharing her experience with holistic healing with others struggling with addiction and recovery, and she started hosting events in Flint. So um, because I'm a person who's been in long-term recovery, I already knew people in the recovery circuit. So when word started getting out that I was doing holistic options for my own recovery and I started stepping away from a 12-step program, um, people started listening and I started reaching out um, to people that were um, you know, coming to me. So it was like building bridges. And I was able to reach out and tell people what Serenity House was and why I was there. Um, and quickly, Serenity House turned into an only holistic-based approach to the advocacy, which is changing, like altering the stigma surrounding addiction and changing law for, for people with addiction. Um, so it, it moved, it morphed um, into something bigger. Kevin McLaughlin um, has a recovery community organization in Grand Rapids, and he was telling me about a walk and rally that he had in Grand Rapids where he had a lot of success and I'm like well why doesn't Flint have one so I'm like that's what we're gonna do we're gonna have a walk and rally so I told Kevin I said we're gonna have a walk and rally and he's like great and I'm like okay so what do we do next so Harry I'm like we want to walk and rally so what do I do sponsorship packages I need a place so I spoke with new paths over on Martin Luther King um, they have three four transitional houses I knew Erin McClelland and she is she's the uh, Oh, what is her title over there? 
clinical director. So, and I asked her, I said, can we have our walk and rally at your place? And she said, yes, we'd love to. And it was really great because New Paths almost closed its doors. So when they got this grant, we came with them to do the walk and the rally, and now they're starting to flourish again and thrive. So we did our first walk and rally on uh, September 20, it was the end of September of 2015. That was our first one. Tara ended up going to a workshop hosted by the Small Business Development Center for help turning her passion into an established nonprofit. I started working more on myself and I found myself at the SBDC. And I went there for a workshop on how to build a business plan. And I started building the business plan. And I started getting the ideas on paper. And um, it was intimidating. Um, but uh, I pushed through. And um, I uh, went for another workshop on the financials of it. And I was assigned to Harry Blocker. And Harry um, listened to my story, and he started helping me um, to move forward. And that's when the state status application started, and that's when the 501c3 status um, started, and that's when I got my board together um, at the same time simultaneously. Most of what Tara and the Serenity House have done so far have been community events, like the walk and rally. She also takes clients in her home to provide holistic healing guidance. So right now what I do is um, I have my own brand name, which is Tara Marino, um, and I'm a spiritual advisor, and I do energy medicine out of my home. So I take personal clients that um, may or may not um, know or their addiction, but usually they're struggling. The type of clients I take are the ones that are at the end of their rope with Western medicine. They've tried everything, and they're finally starting to say, okay, let's go see Tara. So the next step for Tara is bringing her community outreach and holistic healing practice together under one roof. Just like most startups and expanding businesses, Tara's biggest hurdle has been funding. So she's gotten creative with acquiring a building and doing the necessary repairs and build out. We um, just acquired the property to use in this past December. So we're at 924 Church Street, downtown Flint. We signed the memorandum of understanding, which means that it's a pre-lease saying that we will do the repairs and then it will go towards the rent. So I just purchased the insert insurance and it went into effect today. Oh, cool. <laughs> today at noon. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, it's so exciting. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm kind of playing Tetris with like people, the community, and I'm like reaching out and saying, I need a mason, I need painters, I need cleaners. And I'm just putting all this out in Facebook and social media has been an incredible tool for me to get out there and talk about what, who I am, what I do, what we're doing. And people are coming forward and it's just happening perfectly. If you are doing something and it is your calling and you're doing it from the heart, people feel that and they wanna help. Once the physical location of Serenity House is open, Tara envisions it as an open community space to support the recovery of those struggling with addiction. The house will be both a resource center and a space for holistic healing. But we want to offer multiple pathways to recovery. So on top of the 12-step meetings, we're going to do smart recovery, which is for people that are atheists or agnostics. And we also want to provide classes that 
help a person either develop a spiritual um, base um, or um, that want to learn how to um, do various healing techniques like um, you know, like learning Reiki, which is an energy medicine, um, learning how to heal themselves. And that would be through nutrition, that would be through um, energy medicine, um, and other forms of um, wellness. And Tara plans to expand her offerings as a spiritual advisor. So Serenity House is my root. That is my root in the community. Tara Marino, spiritual advisor, holistic healer, will be my wings. So that's going to be something where um, I'll be able to um, do, like, um, podcasts. Mm -hmm. I'll be able to do um, speaking engagements, and I'll be able to write my book. So my next thing is to write a book. Once you can get to a point where you can tell your story and it's no longer sad, that's when you know you've healed from it, right? And I own my story. I know who I am and what I came through, and I have no, um, I have no qualms about sharing about what I've been through. Because I want it's it's not about me. It's about um, it's about getting my fellow man to get to know who they are really, and to pull themselves out of that darkness of addiction. If you're interested in learning more about Serenity House, or if you would like to help support the organization visit their website at flintserenityhouse.org. And if you liked this story and want more like it, you can find more episodes of Lessons from Main Street and other storytelling podcasts at flintpodcasting.com. And make sure you subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to keep up to date on future episodes. Just search for Lessons from Main Street. Lessons from Main Street is a partnership between Flint Podcasting Company and the Michigan Small Business Development Center. For small business development assistance, check out the SBDC at startgrowflint.org.